Welcome to the Epic Show. But guess what? This is something that I didn't even tell David that I was doing. We're scrapping the intro and we're getting right into this. Actually, this is David editing the podcast here to say that Gabe sucks and we're playing the intro. Warning. You're about to embark on an adventure of epic proportions. Buckle up, bucko. You're now tuned in to The Epic Show. With your hosts, Gabe and Dave. Coming to you live from The Epic Center. If you look at my posture right now, this is Larry King posture. You see, you know Larry King. You know Larry King. I know about him. This is how he sits. Yeah. And this is how he would bring you the scenario of the week. (laughs) Okay. No intro this week. Let me run it past you. So this started off on a Facetime conversation with me and David, and I was like, randomly, I was like, "What do you think about taxidermy?" Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like. Uh, I don't know. I don't really like it. It's a dead animal in my house. Which I figured he'd say. And then <laughs> I hit him with the question. I was like, well, theoretically, like, what if Roots died? Roots, the cat. And Roots is Who's right over There's here. There's going to be a picture of her right here. There's a picture in this. Probably of her in her college, Roots Tech. It's probably the ones of her screaming. She also screams. So. <laughs> um, but I love Roots to death. And I was like, dude. Roots. Why do you think it'd be weird if I taxidermied roots and like after she was dead because she doesn't like to be pet a lot right now, like in her live days. <laughs> and if she was taxidermied, I would just I'd be able to fold her in positions and stuff. And like well, it's a set position, right? Usually. Mm, well, yeah, but that's like if they put like metal rods like where her bones were and stuff. I would just so ask you just want be, like a flaccid. It would like, be like a dermied cat. Yeah, it'd be like a squishmallow root. <laughs> well, is it like an action figure so you can like mold it into a position? Because otherwise, it's just gonna lay like. It's just, just a stuffed noodled. animal. Stuffed animal. Literally a stuffed animal. But if it's taxidermy, it's not a stuffed animal. It's just a dead cat. The skin of a dead cat. Well, I might just take her carcass to build a bear. Oh god! And you know how they like stuff the thing, <laughs> yeah. and fill you it just up with bring fluff? a dead cat. I in bring there? my dead rat in there, and I'm like, I, like you guys move, fill this one up. I move the people out of the way, and I'm like, you just like I already degutted it. You just gotta fill it up. No, I fill it. <laughs> but, like no one else is filling this rat but me. And it just smells horrendous in there. Yeah, it smells bad. And well, I mean, I would wash her. I would take care of her skin and stuff, or her fur. I, I don't. I don't even know how taxidermy works. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but <laughs> well, you're just like in there. I just walk into your house and you're petting your taxidermy. You don't even tell me like she died. <laughs> I just walk in there and I'm like, why is she moving? And you're just like, what are you talking about? She moves right now. Look, and you're like, look, she's moving. making her move with your hands. <laughs> I have and, like a puppet apparatus oh, that I like control with my feet. You hire like a guy to. Be a fly on the wall and just act like she's alive, and he's just operating her like behind doors and stuff. Like I'm like, dude. Like if he does something that like breaks her character, I'm like, I like freak out. I'm like, yeah, dude, you... that's not what she would do right there. Redo it. Read it from the top. From the top. I'm like, I have to take another shower. Quiet on set. 
<laughs> I'm like, no, she jumps through this you window. You redo your whole day. <laughs> she jumps through this window. She picks up this vent and crawls through this vent and goes outside. <laughs> Idiot. Redo it. I'm like, what am I paying you for? <laughs> He's uh, like, sir, I haven't eaten in weeks. Please, sir. I'm like, well, Roots didn't sleep, so. So get back in your place. <laughs> There's like multiple guys. But yeah, it, it started off. The, the conversation started off with that. And then I was like, let's push this a step further. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, I was like well, you just start taxiderming all your loved ones. Yeah. Well. So essentially, <laughs> say you meet a guy off like Bumble Friends, right? Like how we met. Yeah. Like how we met. <laughs> and you meet him and everything's cool. Like you. He's like funny. He's smart. He like he, he has your same sense of humor and stuff. And then yeah, the relationship's going well. But you guys are only hanging out in public. And then eventually, it's like the big game. The big game's coming around. You know that right? big game that's coming up. You know, yeah, the big game. And, and he wants to come. Ha- he wants you to come over and have a few beers at his spot. And you're like, okay, well, I know this guy now. Like he's not weird. And like you go into his house and. As soon as you walk in the living room, like you see his taxidermied relatives. Just in a separate side room. Well, in this one, I was thinking they'd be sitting on the couch. Like oh. they would have like drinks in their hands. And like one would be sitting over one would be standing over the the, the stovetop like cooking. And um he would come That's a in a horror movie. Yeah. And he would come in and he'd be like, Hey guys, and he'd go up to him and he'd kiss each one on the cheek and then and like, be like, I love you, mom. I'm like, about she's to go to the big there. game. Yeah, uh, we're we're just about to go to the big game. Like, and then he goes to his room and he leaves you out in the living room with all of his taxidermied relatives, right? Yeah. And he gets dressed and like, <laughs> whenever he comes back and he puts on his and he's in his big game outfit, like, <laughs> are you gonna be like, uh, man, actually, yeah, what do you do? <laughs> I don't really want to go to this game anymore because I've seen. This display <laughs> you would say of that. atrocity. No, well, no. It's, it, would you say that, or would you be like, "Well, he's really cool." Besides this, and then <laughs> yeah, but what if he's he's a ten, but he taxidermies his relatives? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but like, what if he has everything that you everything like in a else person? is like perfect, dude? And except he just does that. Except he just has this weird thing where he he taxidermies. His, his, his uncle's <laughs> and you're like, you're like, do you have any drinks or something? Like, and you're just like, he's like, yeah, I'll get you one in a second. And he goes to the bathroom and you look, you go in the garage because you're like, oh, maybe there's like a fridge in the garage. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a, like 50 people tied. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, this, all the people he met on Bumble Friends are in there. Like, yeah, imagine with, like a taper on my mouth. And with, it's just an like... a, with apples in their mouth for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he makes them bob for apples before. Oh. You just like, he would just go and like dance with them in the, yeah, and he's at, like a ballroom. At night he would, he would live out his like, his sick prom fantasy because he <laughs> never, obviously he never got invited to prom. Like, or got accepted to prom by a girl. So he like takes young <laughs> girls and dresses them up Skin in outfits. Dark. These these taxidermied <laughs> women and dress them up in outfits and has has all of the live people like clap and cheer for him to for being the homecoming king or the prom king. 
<laughs> he, yeah, he makes them do the. He ha- he hires the same guy who does the taxidermy. Who does the who roots, roots taxidermy? <laughs> and it's just like a clapper thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, at that point, just be friends with those guys. They're alive. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'll end up with them. Oh man, that's a good. Story. So that's yeah. That's honestly, it's like a horror movie. So, which kind of brings in to our new thing we want to try out. So this is, paint, paint this scenario in your head, right? Okay. So you're in a, you're in a really fancy building. It's like a hundred floors, mm-hmm. and you get the in the Chrysler elevator. Chrysler building. And you're on the top floor, going to level one, and uh, you, you're on the you're on the top. Or, no, you're on the bottom floor. You you guys you, you're going you're, up. You're trying to make it up to the very top floor. It's a big building. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the someone walks in, and you're like, wait. That's the CEO of 21st Century, or insert this production company that's here. Derek Livingston. No way. That's CEO of Fox Brothers and it's <laughs> 22nd uh, Millennium. No way. That's Derek Warner, the guy from Warner Brothers. Yeah, the, the Warner Brother guy. Or, oh, wait. That's David Galanos from the Epic Show. From the Epic Show, the CEO. Wait. And then at that point... Oh, wait. I'm in the epic building. <laughs> yeah. That's going to happen soon. Pretty and, soon, uh, we, we're in talks with some construction we're, companies. We're, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so you... At that point, you either just like mash all the buttons on the floor or... I mean, you probably just have to hit the emergency or like lock. You or get in the elevator with him. Yes. Yeah, so and it's just a one-on-one situation. You're, he can't get out, is the point. And you got yeah. probably at least a few minutes before like security comes or... Somebody's coming to yeah, save. It's like two hundred floors. Yeah, so there's a lot of they got to take the stairs. So you got some time, and at this point, you got to pitch this guy your movie, obviously, because you have a movie that you have. You've been writing a screenplay for months now, and you got to pitch it to this guy. Mm-hmm. So otherwise known doing? in the industry as the thirty second pitch. But this is the uh, kind of the epic non consensual three minute pitch. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's hear yours first. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah. Okay. So I got a. I wrote it down, and this is verbatim what's going to happen to him. And I'll be acting like. So you're going to be the guy, Gabe Hillier, epic right. CEO. Okay. So sorry, sir. I I know this is odd, but I just. Why I have, did you press every button on the elevator? Well, there's this movie I've been working on, and just let me. Just, come on, man. Just just three minutes. I guess I have no choice. <laughs> I, I am, I you, am I will, a CEO. I will allot you with my CEO powers until we reach the top floor to speak. Okay. To so this is called Littleman. Okay. And this is this is a nine movie saga following the life of Larry Littleman, a small man with a big heart. So, Larry Littleman lives in a small village that is known for their delicious and savory loggers. Okay. Where do these loggers come from, you may ask? Well, Littleman's Loggers, of course. The hottest logger establishment in all of the village. One problem faces Larry Littleman, though. While he lives in a small village, it technically is a very large village. Due to an extremely rare birth defect, Larry is 12.1 inches tall. (laughs) Larry struggles deeply with his self-esteem, as he is rarely ever noticed by his normal-sized peers in the village. 
It is only his outstanding loggers that provide any sort of attention and love towards Littleman. Thus, Larry takes very strong pride in his logger-making abilities. So much pride that he refuses any help in his business. He insists on him, and only him, running Littleman's loggers. One day, however, Larry notices that business is no longer booming. A new logger location has opened up right down the street, a location known as Bigman's Beers. <laughs> Bigman's Beers is owned by none other than Barry Bigman, a large oaf-like man who is loud, outspoken, and brash. Barry's beers are actually not quite as tasty as Larry's lagers, but due to Barry's large stature and strength, he is able to produce beers at a much faster rate than Larry. <laughs> Larry puts his all in making each lager perfect to the best of his ability, but this leads Larry to sometimes leave customers waiting longer than they may like. And since he refuses to hire help, this problem persists. Meanwhile, Barry is pumping beers, lagers, and IPAs left and right. Larry can simply cannot compete with Bigman's beers, and Littleman's Lagers is forced to adapt or else it would go out of business. This begins Larry's journey in saving his business as he learns to love himself, separate his self-worth from his work, and overcome his shortcomings. <laughs> Cue applause. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe that. like $200 million up front, and then we can bring in, we can split the sales 70-30. Yeah, security, it's this guy. <laughs> Dude, that's a gripping tale. That's it's really, Littleman. Is, that is, a, that is, you put so much work <laughs> into four, that. Wait, let me look at the timestamp. I'm actually embarrassed that. to to give <laughs> mine now, because that <laughs> is truly a saga. <laughs> it's nine and parts. It's a nine movie saga. So. There'll be like merch the whole nine yards. Okay. It'll probably be a Disney, like a theme park. What country are we thinking this is the biggest in? Well, it's a fantasy land, so okay. it's kind of just, it's set in like... Well, no, no, no. What, what, what country is your demographic? Oh, Scandinavian mostly. But Eastern. It, we're East, trying to branch out to like Eastern Indonesia European and stuff. stuff. So, okay. Yeah, in that realm. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> I guess, truly, this sounds like, <laughs> this, this sounds like, Stuart Little with an alcohol problem and, <laughs> and also an extreme self-awareness issue. With his, because Stuart Little doesn't really seem to be aware that he's a rat. Yeah, he's just like, okay with it, I he guess. He thinks he's a young boy who dresses nice. <laughs> like, but this is good. He's I just a little great. guy who likes making loggers. And he he has passions. He has... Uh, he has adversity. Like, <laughs> There's all, I mean, in the big, and, and you know what I took from that is the biggest battle for Littleman Larry <laughs> isn't going to be Barry Bigman. It's not Barry Bigman. It's Barry himself. Bigman show. Barry Bigman, Barry Bigman is <laughs> a manifestation of all of Larry, Littleman exactly. Larry's insecurities. That's what he wants to be. Is Barry Bigman? Wow, that's good, realistically dude. Larry Larry Littleman makes the best bloggers. There's just, layers to this Littleman. There's so many layers. It's such a small man. Wow. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm sure that you would get. I'm I sure that you would th get far 
with this bitch. If there's somebody out there who owns some kind of company, like you just heard gold. They just like three months later, we look at like they're like, hey, we work. <laughs> yeah, we Warner we Brothers new emails film. and like oh, we got no emails. It goes straight to the <laughs> say say um. What's a what's a production company? A twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey man, they're like, this we is weird. heard the Littleman, the Larry <laughs> Littleman saga, and we are in. We're fully in. <laughs> like, wait, who's gonna wait? Who's gonna fuck? Gotta, gotta figure out the casting situation as well. I'm thinking. <laughs> I was thinking Jill for Hall is Larry the Littleman. Yeah. <laughs> And you um, probably get Danny DeVito, but like CG him to be really big. CGI him and turn him purple to be very big. <laughs> Since this is fantasy land, yeah. a purple Danny DeVito would fit right in, huh? And our budget is really low. So. Our budget is starting at. My bank account has about. Would probably have to be an animated film, realistically. <laughs> oh, so we might need Pixar or something. And then the. The first seven are animated, and the last two are live action. So. <laughs> there's like, there's like a whole like fan made Netflix series like it gets a lot of traction. I'm I am in whatever. <laughs> I'm in. Just I'm in. The CEO. So you're hired. I really wish that I put as much effort in to this <laughs> yeah, as you did, did because now I look like an idiot. <laughs> so <clears throat> hold on. So now it's what was that? Uh, that's me hitting all the buttons. Are oh, you the CEO <laughs> of the elevator switching. Um, <clears throat> Why did you do that? I have lunch to eat. Look, man, I am. I'm a young movie writer. Yeah, here we go. I'm not really the best at putting words to paper. No. So excuse my. And I didn't really plan on seeing you here today, but now that I have you for. Hmm. An unallotted amount of time. <laughs> um, I just want to run this this idea of this of a documentary. Okay, uh, past you. I'll allow you it. You know, I love your I love your past works um, with everybody or <laughs> the nobody fuck with cats. Thank you. That's great work from you. <laughs> you did a lot of you're a good detective in that. But um, so basically. The premise of my documentary is going to be about, so there's this young boy. Okay. And his name is Rotel. Okay. And (laughs) Rotel has some, has really bad leukemia, but even worse short-term memory loss. Oh, God. Okay. Um. So he gets brought to the hospital and make a wish comes because as his time is nigh. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells Rotel tells make a wish. He's like, Hey, uh, I really, I want to be a rapper, you know, like Lil Dirk and post Malone. Yeah. And, um, that would be my make a wish. If you, if you can't do that for me, then leave. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's quite rude. <laughs> um, so, make a wish. It makes it happen, but it takes some time. So this is where his short okay. loss, his short term memory comes in. And he's been posting tracks on SoundCloud and stuff. Yeah, know, from the hospital bed. From the from bedside. The metronome is just his like beeping like lifeline <laughs> thing. He's like beep, and he raps to it. 
Make a wish talks to Republic Records. Yeah. And they make this happen. They they flood his SoundCloud with botted streams. Yeah, he's and make it. He he's it. like, dude, I'm blowing up. And then Richard from Republic Records comes in and he's like, Hey kid. You've been doing great <laughs> on the internet with your music. We would love to sign you, and we want to put you on a world tour. How does that oh, sound? He's of like, course, I deserve that. I'm a young Rotel. Yes, a, a young rude Rotel would <laughs> would accept the offer and be like, "Well, why didn't you come here sooner?" <laughs> yeah. So, Make a Wish sets up this the world tour, and he's performing. In, he's performing. In, Sri Lanka, like <laughs> Ethiopia, um, Aragon, every third, all the major, all, all the major, uh, all, all of the major third world countries that you would know of. <laughs> um, and he's killing it, dude. Like they're filling up the arenas with other make a wish kids. <laughs> and, um, the, the fame it, it gets to Rotel's head, yeah, <laughs> and he acquires a, a humongous ego, a part of this, and he cuts off his family. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts off his family. He cuts off his friends, and um, he truly just becomes everything that everything that he wanted to be. He lives his life as as a rapper, and. But he, Eventually, it, the reason why it's not a multi-part series is he well, forgot that he had leukemia. <laughs> forgot, and he, he does. He does end up dying on the road <laughs> in, in a way that he, in a way that many of the people he looked up to died. Yeah. Um, and that would be that would be the pitch, and I would call it. Um, I would call it nobody's nothing. Mm. Um, have you ever heard it, Little Peeps? Documentary oh. is called Everybody's Everything. Oh, so, yeah. and That's they true. both had very similar ends with um, them dying. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's that would be my docu. That'd be my documentary, and and I know that you're a busy guy, and I'm glad that you've taken the time to 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 listen to me. I'm sorry I didn't have. Can you please let go of my wrist, and maybe <laughs> I can write you on your number. <laughs> but but you'll hear That's from. It. I'll, I'll hear back from you, right? We'll call you. Okay. Well, yeah. you, you don't really have to because I'm actually the janitor at this building. <laughs> so I'm on, I'm you'll be basement. seeing a lot of me because I just got a transfer to the top. <laughs> I know where your office is I, and I'll be there soon. And I know that you love fresh toilet cakes. <laughs> Come on. Fresh cakes. <laughs> you look it's like a fresh difference. <laughs> And that's when the door's open. He and runs. that's when the doors open, and the SWAT team yeah. <laughs> comes in because they've they, the CEO was bugged, and he was listening to everything that I was saying. Uh, and then they, but I think there's something in there, like there's the some, tale of there's a, some things in there. You know, just the idea that what's being famous if you got leukemia, and your loved ones aren't there. What's being famous if you're gonna die alone? Yeah, exactly. Like, do you really want to trade that? <laughs> I mean, the fate was, sad to say, inevitable <laughs> the whole time. He just like... But he has terrible memories. So is at the beginning of the movie, it. they established he has like six months left to live. Mm-hmm. 
but and this happens over a course of six months. Yeah, and he but he and just he keeps, lived it up, dude. He keeps thinking that he has I, six months to live the entire no, time. No, he he thinks that he has the rest of. I mean, he thinks if if you're famous, you could never really die. Oh yeah, he so. just thinks being famous is like everything. <laughs> and his music is really bad too. It's yeah, First and his music sucks, and it's everything is and his name's Rattel. So. It's just caught as all of his views are boosted by labels, and <laughs> he's just living a lie, but. But but like, he dies he dies having lived his dream, whether it be in and that's when he realized his dream was not what he was cut out to be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, even if it was you know controlled, uh, controlled by a, a label and a company, like he still did it. I don't know why we're doing podcasts. We could just be writing. We should be writing scripts. Wait, we need to move to LA and sit in a coffee shop and write some screenplays. <laughs> sit at the coffee bean and hope, and hope we run into Crystal. Yeah, yeah. just hope some famous guy walks in and we can do this. Hey! <laughs> You're waited so God long. forbid we see someone... God forbid we see someone famous and there's oh. not an elevator nearby that we can press <laughs> all the buttons on to yeah, we just, spew bullshit to. Every day you go in... To elevators of big buildings and just wait for someone like no. We're actually to come squatters in. in the elevator. No, wait. We would move to LA and we would be, you know, those guys that it's it's a job to to man the elevator in Is some really? places. Yeah, like they have a stool and they're dressed in like <laughs> every everyone that I've seen it seems to be wearing a white shirt and like a burgundy suit. And you're wearing the fake mustache and and, it, and you have like a train conductor hat on. <laughs> it's really bad, but yeah, we would just get those drops and hope. That we saw an exec. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when our story begins. That's when And then realistically they begins. make a movie about us doing that. <laughs> and it's like a, you know. <laughs> and we die tragically in the end as well. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. Well, we also, we kind of skipped over our weekend. But we had a pretty eventful weekend. A no sleep type of oh, weekend. Man. I think I got probably like five, six hours. I've slept terrible for the past two weeks. I took one 20 minute nap yesterday, and I think I saw the most vivid dreams I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> Your eyelids were the, the weight of Rock Lee's ankle, yeah. <laughs> ankle bracelets. And uh, well, we started out because uh, the Brocode Network got invited to, it's like a, it's at uh, University of Georgia in Athens. So it was like a frat event, I guess. At a bar. Yep, it and was like, a frat event. It, you could say it was. But, um, yeah, it's a uh, small fraternity, I guess. <laughs> I mean, It's kind of a microscopic yeah. fraternity. It's a micro fraternity. <laughs> a micro frat. <laughs> and uh, we show up. Like, we're supposed to, we're like on the flyer and stuff for this event, right? Like, I guess we're supposed to be the thing that people go for. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're there at the I don't bar. Think the flyer got around too much. I think it might have gotten posted on like private accounts or something. Because <laughs> or just, close like, friends. Yeah, something. it was only posted close, on friends close friends with nobody on the list. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't want to get too far because we show up to their house, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean, it is a it is barren. It's it looks like you somebody just moved out of that apartment, mm-hmm. and they just were like, I guess we could just. Put some LEDs up here. They and, put some LEDs up. <laughs> and, and alcohol. And they put uh, a, a big like sign with, uh, I forgot the name. I'm not going to dox the name of that fraternity yeah, anyway. Nah. But um, 
and that was it. And two beer pong tables that were honestly really annoyingly placed. Yeah, you, it was like in front of the kitchen. You can't get the they kitchen. They were like offset. So like one, as soon as you open up the door, it was right there. And then the other one was like blocking the entrance to the kitchen. <laughs> it was the, and there was no furniture. It was just beer pong, LEDs, and alcohol. And a couple phone chargers yeah. like hanging out the wall. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to the... We go there to Wait, pregame I have or whatever. A, I have an Uber story on the way there. Yeah, that'll preface this. So David goes with. We all like go in our own Uber. Yeah, we, we go in our own Uber. Like we split up into packs, and yeah. I, what I ended up getting in the Uber with a fr- I thought it was three fraternity members, but it turned out to be just one fraternity member and two random kids that were at. Just at who the party. Allowed these people. I don't in know here. who allowed them. Um, but as soon as I get in the Uber, I'm the only member of the bro code in there. And the guy in the front seat turns around and he's like, "So are you like Simba's bodyguard or something?" <laughs> and some like fratty looking sixteen year old. And I looked at him, no, it, it was um, it was it was that guy in the Odell Beckham jersey. Oh. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like what bro <laughs> i was like what are you talking about um, i was like gabriel i, do, I was like i do comedy <laughs> too i was like i'm not I a make bodyguard. i'm not not to be like a dick or anything right like, I'm not that he should know me <laughs> like by any means just started off in a but i mean foot. just because i'm big he's, he's like, like you're big you big what do you protect you must be the protector <laughs> of this group and I was like, okay, whatever. And I'm sitting in there, and this fraternity guy is like super excited, like to oh, to be talking him. to us. And nice like, guy, hey, yeah, sweet kid. And I'm saying kid because on the way oh. to the fraternity, or I mean, on the way to the bar, they all decided to to tell me their ages. For and the frat member, nobody asked. The frat member was 20, and I was oh, like, gosh. oh, I was like, you're not even 21. I did not know that. I was like, and we're going to a bar? And he was like, yeah, I mean, it's not an issue here. And I was yeah, like, it's cool. And I was like, okay, 20, like, it's whatever. And then the kid in the front seat, the disrespectful one, was like, bro, I'm 18. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you're 18? I was like, are you even in college? And he was like, yeah, I live down the road. And and then the, the frat That's... guy was like, bro, you're 18 in a college? That's crazy. And he said, yeah, bro, I'm him. That's what he said. He said, yeah, bro, I'm him. And I was like, I'm that guy. You're that guy. (laughs) And then he, the kid in the front seat, had brought a friend, and he sat directly behind him. And he said, and he peeped up, and he was like, damn, bro. (laughs) I'm only 16. (laughs) What the hell? And I said, what the fuck, dude? I was like, "What Why would is you this?" Close that. First I was like, "How do? You, who let you in there?" The Why Uber driver's just that? like trucking on. Taking yeah, this to the, the Uber bar. driver just like recording. I was like, "I'm the only." Cam. I was like, "I'm 24." <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, "Oh no, that's not that old, bro." Like, dude, don't. What do you mean? I know it's not that old. Yeah, <laughs> you're saying it like like I am old though. Like I didn't say it like I was like, "Oh, I'm 24." I'm actually 24. No. Um, so yeah, the, that was really annoying and finding out that information really prefaced 
the vibes of how that oh, was going to go at the bar. We show up to this event, and there is like there was some people there at first. Oh no! At first that, it was popping. Yeah, and then we got there, and they're like, "Eh, time to go," and like it was just like a really narrow bar with an upstairs part, I guess. The upstairs was part was secluded off for us, right? <laughs> as well, which also doesn't make sense for the flyer because why would if, we be if separated? People, from people were to come for us. Why would they want to look at? First of all, just look up. Uh, first see. of all, look at us. Yeah, like, <laughs> from the bottom of the bar and just see us up there drinking and yeah, like, and then the, oh, what doing hitting the renegade up there or something like what? <laughs> like, we... Also, let me let me also say whenever we got to their house, like a fraternity has girls, bro. Like that's they the bring point, girls out to their stuff. There was no girls, not a single. There wasn't one girl, like. <laughs> Bring your sister, bro. Like, like, dude, I, I don't know. Um, but they, yeah, they were stressing out because they're like, we bought the bro code network here. Like, we bought them a hotel. Oh yeah, they did. They bought a lot of things. No, they didn't really. Did they buy a the, lot of things? A ta- like the tab and the Airbnb and all this. Okay, at least a couple of racks. They maybe. bought us a hotel room, um, and then. They also bought a thousand dollar tab for us for yeah for us and the fraternity to drink on. <laughs> yeah, the event was a flop. At this point, no one showed yeah. up, bro. Literally, not a soul walked through that door. They're stressing out. Where like Simba feels bad because like he you know brought us here to kind of mm-hmm. spice up the event and it didn't work. So that at that point, we're like, well, like maybe we can go out and like let people know we're here. <laughs> <laughs> as if we're like the Avengers. Yeah, as if like people are like, no way, it's the broker. Like, and they realistically it's like, oh no way, I see the guys on TikTok, and they walk by. No way, <laughs> it's oh wait, dude, I love your TikToks. You're, you're no Simba, right? They like push everybody else like a, a scene. Everybody's like, <laughs> they, no way, and there's I like that guy. Literally eleven of us. Yeah, <laughs> and they're and we like, just, we, oh, dude, I love your videos, man. And like we all just stand around Simba. As they he's take a getting, picture, yeah. and then they leave. We're like we're not there. celebrities, like no. at all. Like no one wants to like come drink with. Yeah, Simba no one really. Yeah. So uh, Simba was like, "Dude, what are we gonna do?" And I was like, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do." I was here's like, "Here's the plan." Because Simba, Simba struggles making decisions sometimes. Whenever <laughs> under under extreme stress, yeah, he needs a lot. He has a lot of things to do, and because he is a busy, he is a, his head is always yeah. Um, so I was like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to other bars, and we're gonna try we're gonna wrangle and some recruit people. some people <laughs> to come back here. So this isn't a complete failure, right? And we leave the bar. We tell the frat what's going on, and they're like, okay. We leave the bar, and then it just turned into. Well, what bar are we going to? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like one of the guys from the frat like came out to follow us to make yeah, sure. Yeah, he we were followed like us to make sure we were gonna wrangle other people. Yeah, into bringing them. But he tried to back. make it like not seem obvious. Yeah, He's but it like was... on his, he'll like we'll look at him and he'll just look straight down and be on his phone like. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he, he he was pretty obvious about like how pissed he was. Yeah. Um. So we went to these other bars and like we partied. 
We just went in and out, like and yeah, it was. We party for like literally ten minutes at each bar. And he was like, "All right, time to go." And we were like, "Okay, well, we need to head back to the original bar." Yeah. And like, we didn't even get noticed in those bars. No, well, a couple times, somebody got noticed. Simba got noticed, and and he tried to get people to come, and they were like, but they were already plastered. Right. So it's it's too late. It's too late. It was the bars closed at two out there, and it was. It was already like one at this point, yeah. <laughs> like, um, so we go back, and then I have to like tell the guy. I was like, "Dude, we tried. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. th- this didn't go like how everyone expected it was going to." Right. And, and he did not like it. No, he didn't like that <laughs> because he. I, I guess he paid a lot of money for us to be yeah. there. I mean, it's not. It's unfortunate, but like. But that's just the way things go. Maybe next time, so. get. I don't know. Maybe next time. Okay. If anyone's listening, <laughs> maybe next time get a really, really popping bar. And then this won't be an issue. Maybe not Flanagan's or whatever. Know, it was maybe called. not O'Flanagan's. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, Athens is so, like, I'd never been to Athens. I don't think like, I saw a girl over the age of 20 years old. Right. So. It just looks like. High school after they let you out of class, it's just like, and then everyone just gets to go drink. Yeah, yeah. it was not a sight I wanted it's to see weird. ever see again. But um, there's like the dude like from asking drunk girls questions like, "Oh, you like nice guys there. or assholes?" <laughs> like one yeah. of those guys there. He was up. <laughs> but um, the next day was way more fun. In my yeah, opinion. so we like, drove back. From Athens, exhausted. That, that next morning. <laughs> and then took I took my vivid dream nap. And then we went to this EDM. It's like a pre... It's Iris presents pre-Imagine. Yeah. So it's like a pre-event for Imagine, which is, you know, EDM. All that stuff. Yeah. And we were like there for Beatbox to make videos. Yeah, Beatbox. like To promote for Brocode. Yeah. And it was fun, dude. Like... The music was a lot of fun. Like at the after party was the most fun. Yeah. Because most of it is just the The regular part was not fun at all. Right. Like it was just too many people and it was outside. It was hot. It was like raining. And I don't know. It's not my life. I'm sure I'm like filming stuff. But they gave us a section and like three bottles or something like that. And um, it was sick. But, But me and David hadn't eaten. Since eleven thirty that morning, EDM ravers don't eat. I guess no, because there's no food truck there's out nothing. there. Well, no, they don't eat because they take Molly and oh. Molly's meth, and okay, it makes you not want to eat. Okay, and um, this is not my scene. No, <laughs> it's not your scene at all. Being in public is not my scene generally, but being seen is not your <laughs> yeah. scene. <laughs> um, so we were starving, and we were like, dude. We, First of all, yeah, Simba. Simba was like, don't worry, guys. Like, I, I love got him, y'all. dude. He's so sweet. But he was like, I got y'all. Like, don't worry. Just and to put he in was your like, order. what do y'all want for Panda Express? I should have thought. I was like, I don't know if there's Panda Express around here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he ended up ordering $120 worth of Panda Express from... Los Angeles because he California. forgot to realign his DoorDash oh location to Atlanta. <laughs> and they went and picked that order up and he canceled it. And he didn't get <laughs> the his driver's back. like your order your address has changed and it's <laughs> there's some street in Atlanta. Yeah. And they're like, 
Oh, I don't like, know well, if I can make it there. I don't know if I can make that. <laughs> the and, food would literally have mold on it by the time. <laughs> and um, yeah, by the time the actual imagined event starts, he'll be there. But mm-hmm. um, so at this point, we have we're left to our own devices. We have to DoorDash ourselves. And my food was all right. You know, I got there. Yours, however, first of games. all, Lucky China is about to get yelped. So Lucky China is getting yelped, <laughs> by the way. Um, so it wasn't Lucky China's fault. It was oh, the okay. door to yeah, door. No, I go outside. I leave the section. I go outside, and I wait on the corner. And he pulls up, and he's like, Gabe? And then he, like, throws me the food. <laughs> and then... As he's driving, just throws drives it Drives off. Yeah, literally <laughs> as he's driving, just does a drive-by on my food. And I get in the section, I come back to the section, and I open it up, and I am so hungry at this point. And I ordered 10 teriyaki wings and beef fried rice. Right? Simple. I open it up. It's shrimp fried rice. And... This terrible sushi roll, dude. And I was like, and I threw a fucking fit. Like I would, you were I could have like snapped on somebody at that point. I'm glad nobody said anything. But <laughs> I was so angry. So I was like, fuck it, dude. I was like, here, like, who wants this shit? Like, I started giving it away and like picking the shrimp out of the fried rice <laughs> so I could eat the fried rice at least. What was wrong with shrimp fried rice? Oh, whenever half of it was literally just cut off, dried shrimp tails. Oh, didn't he, half the, of the it literally off? was the tails, bro? It was it's disgusting. Horrid. It was disgusting. That's what oh, I would yelp China, lucky yeah, China for. You probably should yelp that. But um, it's like twenty five minutes after he dropped that off. He clearly he got two orders from the same place. And drove to the other house and realized, oh, this is that guy's order. Exactly. And he DMs me on DoorDash. And he's like, I gave you the wrong order. Where you at? Where you at, bro? (laughs) Like, he's going to go switch off the orders and, like, just take it to the (laughs) other guy after, like, an hour. And I tell him my location. And I don't tell him that I rashed the food already. Yeah. Because I'm getting that food. I'm getting the food that I ordered. Determined. You were gone. Like, we were out Mm because we had to do something. You were still like dealing with this for like an hour. Yeah, I dealt gone. with this for probably an hour. And um, <laughs> he came back and he j- and he hopped out of the car and his girlfriend, his girlfriend was driving and um, he, he walked up to me. He was like, here's your order. And I had the order behind me, but it was clearly all opened and rashed. And I was like, hey, man, uh, like people's hands have already been in that. And he was like, well, you ate it. And I was like, oh, I gave it away because it was the wrong order. I didn't think you were coming back. Yeah. And he was like like dude he was like for real <laughs> like it's your fault and i was like dog <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the wrong food i was like i don't know what you want me to do i'm starving like <laughs> and i just went back in the event but you got that food though right or no he gave me my food okay oh yeah so you got the original order I, yeah <laughs> I thought i'm so, getting yeah. mine i'll tell you that right now i'm getting mine <laughs> Cause it, cause if I had told him over text that like I rashed that order, like he might, he probably would have just been like, fuck it. And then like never came back to give me my, right. you know, that's or at least that's how I think. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, Oh, well, I don't really gain anything out of this. Dude. As a fellow 
I was uh, in some communities. I was considered a DoorDash expert. I was like top dasher around the city. I would not personally allow that, but <laughs> that's besides the point. You're like personally, bro. Personally, for me, I'm like. What I, would you have done if I did that? If you well, were first of all, I would have never made that mistake. Yeah, let's the let's be honest here. Ever. Yeah, and you, and Kelsey would never be driving you. Yeah, no. <laughs> do DoorDash. I brought her DoorDash with me one time, and it was the worst time ever. It's like, why why are you subjecting your girlfriend to your to DoorDashing work. to work? Like you can DoorDash at any time. Like why would you pick yeah. the time where you're? I some mean, people do some it people as like a trendy fun. little hangout. But it's, I think, it's not bad. But. but I think that that was like a thing that was like coined by DoorDash. It was like oh, like you do a your... DoorDash date where you guys do like a side hustle together. You should work. You should on your work date. for us. <laughs> Even when you're with your loved ones. <laughs> and they're just making money. <laughs> um, that kind of makes me, because we had a conversation the next day about this, but it's just another reason why it's good that we don't have superpowers. Because that's facts. that guy was re- not living. If, if you were a superhero in that situation. Yes, because I was so angry at that point. It, and if I was a... And a, 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 sorry, <laughs> if I was a specimen with super abilities, oh yeah, he's he would have had a taste of whatever that ability, <laughs> whatever was. ability you had, he was tasting all. Let of me it. tell you, if I was Homelander, he would have oh, gotten gosh. a beam. Yeah, instantly. <laughs> if he, if I was the deep, I would have ripped my gills off and I would have shoved his he's little getting face suffocated in, in the gills. In the gills. <laughs> Like, if I was Black Noir, as soon as he got out of that car, I'm throwing... The- you're like, oh, you're just like, okay. You leave and you're food, and then five minutes later, you, like, emerge from the back seat. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> jump out, backflip out of the ceiling. Dude, if I was the Flash, I would have <laughs> ran around the Earth... And punched him on my way back. in every reality. <laughs> I would have used the speedster force yeah. to punch him from every angle, and he would just pop <laughs> because I was that hangry. And Dude. it's so good that I'm not. And honestly, David brought up what he would do. He asked me, "No, because we were in traffic. We were in traffic on the way to yeah, the event." And he was like, "Hey, it was bad traffic." You tell. I was like, I was like, um, it's so good, like. If I was like Doctor Strange right now, I'm just or if I had telekinesis, like all these cars in front of me are just getting flown across the off the highway, like because no one is is as important as me yeah, on this highway. Like, it was that bad of traffic, or I'm like, okay, like I wish I, I just don't had even to. care about the lives of these people. I'm just like, all right, you're fling, fling, flinging fling, cars, fling, <laughs> fling. And like, there's like a a sound barrier, um, like wall on the side of uh, yeah, on yeah. the side of the highways, and I was like, this all is him into it. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you're just making a game of it. You're like, oh, I wonder if I can hit this like spot on the wall, and you're just like, <laughs> you're like tech decking him, like making him do like nolly tray flips <laughs> oh into the wall gosh. and shit, making him like grind on the rails and stuff, and like my favorite one, if I was Doctor Strange, like yeah, I would, I would, I would, I. You see all the lines of traffic, and then you just open up a portal. Yeah, right in front of you. Very far ahead of you. And then you just go. (laughs) Push them all into it. Push them all into the pit of hell. To clear up traffic. You're like, oh, that's nice. (laughs) And then you just, you seal it back. (laughs) You're like, well. (laughs) And then you get to go free. And like half of like someone's bumper gets like cut off from it. 
<laughs> you're like splitting families. Oh, like, nice. When it, I, in actuality, if you're Doctor Strange, you didn't need to even drive. You could just. <laughs> that's what we. That's whenever we. Yeah, David like, was wait. like, in reality, if you're Doctor Strange, you could just fly. <laughs> like, why would me? With Doctor Strange powers, own that Ford Fusion sitting in my driveway. Right. You know? Like, why would I be in debt to somebody <laughs> if I could fly? But you could just, I mean, we were talking about it. Like, you're just, oh, I could just steal, like, any car. Because I could just portal to it and portal out. And now, now I have a sick car. But it's like, at that point, why do you need to show off your car if every time you drive, you get on the road, you just, you just portal mash people, people the into, You mash people into hell. <laughs> yeah. And then close the gate on them. There's no one to show the car off to at that point. But I, I think if I actually had superpowers, like I would definitely want to. We've talked about this a long time ago, mm. but I would definitely want to be like a hero. Like, even if there's no one to save, like, dude, not enough unrealistic crime happening to be a hero. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you'd just be too overpowered for the muggers and like yeah. the shoplifters, like. What's the point of being a hero, dude? Tell me your point. I watch too many animes and mm. superhero movies. It just yeah. makes me want to do it. Well, but what in, if I in save, my life, if you save somebody's life? That's worth it. If you save one person's life, that's true. It's worth. And then that person gets up and becomes a bad person and goes back home and beats their wife. Well, at that point, then I gotta beat that guy. <laughs> no, look. The what only reason that it would be justifiable for you to become a hero is because me in this world would be a villain. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would, would be your villain. Fight you. And you'd have to fight me. Oh, but, man. oh, wait. And <laughs> this is where it gets real embarrassing for David. No, no. <laughs> what would be your, uh, if you were any superhero, or like any superpower? Are you saying like what I said? Because I remember no, like I any, thought... Any, did you pick like flying or something? No, I remember I said like I, if I could pick powers, I'd want to have Spider-Man's powers. Just oh, be fun. yeah. Okay. Well, but I don't know. I have mind control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would, but what's mind control to a thoughtless man? <laughs> <laughs> what's mind control to an Andrew Tate fan? <laughs> I'm like, no, but like I have to beat you. So I'm like, oh, like he controls my mind like what can i do and i just watch 16 hours of red pill Andrew Tate University. yeah to like to dumb my brain down so i can just have no to thoughts. strengthen the walls yeah. it's not dumbing down you're strengthening the walls to your brain and fortifying it in the most sigma way and sigma male way i train my tiktok for you page to just be the most mindless content possible and i just watch that for 24 hours straight and then i show up to your hq and you're just trying to... And my like, HQ is literally like Fort Knox, dude. Like, <laughs> and I have... Sorry to tell you, Spidey. Dumb, dumb Spidey. No. I've We're, got a million bodyguards <laughs> that are ready to die well, for me. Because I told them... Because I told them that... Hmm, I lied to them and I told them that I was their favorite person ever. And that they would do anything <laughs> for me to protect... <laughs> You made the, I mean, they would become control, feral just... little savages to protect me. <laughs> well, I bust they would in there. even bite you. <laughs> Why would they bite me? And they're not. And and also, I also told them that they weren't afraid of spiders. <laughs> so you just mentally 
reconstruct them to counter me entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I don't know if I'll make it. I have out the of masses, <laughs> but I bust in there, and you're like, <laughs> you again, and you go to use your mind control powers, and I just run straight through it because I'm because an you're idiot so now. dumb. <laughs> And I just like, but at this point, I don't even know how to fight anymore. I'm just it's like, like my. Where are you? <laughs> You're so dumb that you've lost your vision in your eyes. Like, you've forgotten how to see. I'm just You're so dumb. Fly but like my, I'm like I'm for some reason I'm throwing my mind control powers, and it's like a, a blue like <laughs> it's a blob. It's like yeah, a blue stream. like it's like a blue uh, Apple text. Like, and I'm like, because the budget for this film is very low. It's just stock <laughs> images of, of, of Blu-rays thrown at its head, and it's just bouncing off because it's, it won't it just like, bounces off my <laughs> thick forehead. And I go up to you, and then at this point, I don't even know where I am or why I'm here anymore. But you're running so hard into me because you're so strong, and then and I just then it pops bust me. you through. <laughs> I just and you explode yeah, like a train. I just pop yeah, you. It just pops me, and then that's how I beat you. That and that's the be. first movie. <laughs> <laughs> so the, maybe you should pitch that to the CEO. Jeez. I don't even know how it got on and all that shit. It's stupid as fuck. But you but would like, 100% be a villain. Oh, I would definitely be a villain. And you would and literally be the guy throwing people off the highway. My, well, no, because my <laughs> my powers would either be teleportation or yeah. and not like stupid teleportation where I got to be like, <laughs> you gotta do some stand, some dance, stand, and yeah, do like a fire dance. I just pop. I just go. Wow. You just go. Yeah. And then you're gone. Yeah, it's literally just, <laughs> I'm literally anywhere I want to be. But like, dude, imagine you're fighting me, and I'm just like, and then, and then like a punch pop. to your spleen, and then you're behind and me, then, and just, and then, yeah, and you're just teleporting. <laughs> I'm just pop, pop, back pop, and forth, like hitting you from every angle. That would, I wouldn't even need super strength, like. But if if say there's no like realistically you, you're not needed in the world as a hero and you mm. have this power like having teleportation is probably one of the best. Oh no, well, I'm a up. villain. Oh, <laughs> so you've got powers. I'm still a villain. I'm like well, beating you're up just going out I'm of like your way to beating hurt. up presidents and stuff. <laughs> you could just wear a mask, go in there and pop the president in the nose, and then just bump. and then be like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> <laughs> like the whole country goes on lockdown because I'm just like. <laughs> they don't know where it's like, coming from. What? And he could, dude, and they would like <laughs> the end goal of this would be like they would put him so far underground to like protect like, him. <laughs> and like he's like shivering in like a little like, in a, like underground base. Yeah. And I just pop up and I'm like <laughs> and I like I fart and I leave. <laughs> and pop out. And he's like, he's like <gasps> And that's what kills him. <laughs> Not the punches. <laughs> Just your Chipotle fart. <laughs> no, I would teleport to all the different, like the spiciest capitals yeah, of the world, like, oh, and I would, oh. I would, I would construct like the most deadliest fart <laughs> out of all these different cuisines. <laughs> Use that. Hey, you could just teleport up if you really want to kill. Just teleport a bomb in there. So you no, like, no, it must be done. It in has to be my, for my way. <laughs> Oh my god! Just instantly upon nostril impact. What? Dead. What? Like, really? Like my day to day thoughts. Like whenever I'm in traffic, David thought about it in like a superhero way, but I thought about it in more of like a in like a convenience Metal Gear Solid like 
gory type of way where like I just had like this blade. Like this is my thought process. Like if I'm in like standstill traffic for like miles, like I just have this blade and I just go like and that it just, just like goes it across severs it. everyone and oh all their cars God. in half. And like, the, that's and just then, such a more bloody way to deal. I don't know why I always thought of that because like in my whenever I'm in traffic, like they need to die too. Because <laughs> you're that mad <laughs> for some like, reason. Right. Yeah, I'm just get, I get unreasonably mad. Like <laughs> it's just like intrusive thought. If you're intrusive I cause, thoughts were powers. Yeah, I mean, don't put me in that. Don't put me in a car by myself. And and expect good things to come out of it, and make <laughs> me sit in it for an hour and a half longer than I need to, and think and think positive things are going to be said. You or really thought. think that guy is going to be positive? Influence. Yeah, you think me? You think I'm going to be positive in any situation? <laughs> Nay, the end is nigh for you. If I am he, well. That's why I don't have here. Before we just talk about more gruesome scenarios, we'll leave that for episode seven. Yeah, that sounds good. And we're going to cut this off. This is episode six of the episode. We love you guys. Thank you guys for a thousand followers on our Instagram. That's so sick. That's awesome. We the first month did not think like, dude, the first month, dude, and we get a thousand organic followers. I mean, besides like the 500 that I paid for. Um, (laughs) No, I'm kidding. A thousand. Wait, I paid for 500. (laughs) <laughs> we have 10 <laughs> followers real it's like my mom my two sisters like jordan that explains the comments then. oh and shout out laney our um, biggest fan our biggest you. fan actually <laughs> she um she she thought of a, a drinking game to do for the oh, epic yeah. show while and and she was like <laughs> i was like um i said something about like okay so her, her idea was every time david says that he was 12 years old in a story, <laughs> you take a shot. And oh, every time, plastered. yeah, and every time that you take, or every time that David says that he grew up on the internet, you take a shot. <laughs> and she was like, I don't really have anything for you. And I was like, well, you'll be drunk plenty off of just that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that alone. We, I was like, I don't think we're going to kill people listening. <laughs> yeah, to we that. don't want to murder people. And I was like, every time I bounce my leg. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but she was like, and, and her first response was, well, you're not thinking about the average woman who's driving to work listening to you guys. And I was like, the average woman who's drinking while driving <laughs> listening to us, like playing the epic show drinking game. And driving? Like, and she came up with like a scenario on her own and she was like, Oh, like if, if she got pulled over like by the cop for drinking and driving. He's like, like, No, I'm just doing the she, game. The cop hears the the cop hears the epic show and he's oh, like, Oh, then did David just say he was twelve again? <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out his flask. He's like, Oh, I didn't know you're that's not the epic like, show? I didn't know you're chill like that. Let's you go. He's like, Oh, David just he's David like, just said he was twelve. Wait, is that the epic show? David? Twelve years old? Oh. <laughs> pours a shot of like <laughs> You're good to go. <laughs> but yeah, shout out Laney. Thank you for that great idea. Um, and we love you all equally as much. Also, I, I haven't prefaced this, but the episodes, new episodes every Monday, Monday morning generally. So trying to get it so you can get listen to us in your beautiful morning commutes. Mm-hmm. So just and to help you not want to blow your brains out on the way to work. Just for a, Just to show you guys how dedicated we are, every episode comes out 
at Monday morning at 5 a.m. And right now, as oh, we're man. filming this, it is Monday morning at 1.20 a.m. Bear with so me. this episode will be edited by David, thank God, and <laughs> released by 5 a.m. In That's, three I hours. Last week, I literally stayed up and pulled an all-nighter just because I had no Same time. Thing. And I... All right, but thank you guys so much for watching. We, we love y'all. We'll see you next Monday. Epic.